जय राध माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय जय राध माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय राध माधवा कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन वल्लाधारी जय गोपी जन वल्ला गिरवर धारी जय गोपी जन वल्ला गिरवर धारी जय गिरवर धारी जय राध माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय राध कुंज बिहारी यशोदनंदन व्रज जन रंजन यशोदनंदन व्रज जन रंजन जमुना तीरावन चार जमुना तीरा जमुना तीरावन चार बन जय राध माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन बल्ला किरवर धारी जय किरवर जय गोपी जन बल्ला गिरवर धारी जय गिरवर धारी जय राध माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय यशोदनंदन व्रज जन रंजन जन यशोदनंद व्रज जन रंजन जमुना तीरा वन चारी जमुना तीरा बन चारी जय राध माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय कुंज हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे हरे 
हरे रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे हरे हे हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा हरे हरे रामा हरे रामा राम हरे हरे हे हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जय गौरानीता जय गौरानीताय गौरानीताय जय गौरानीता जय राधवल्लभ 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 श्रीराधे जय जय जगन्नाता जय जगन्नाता जय भलदेवा जय सुभद्रा
की जय ग्रंथराश्रीमद्भागवतम की जय गौर प्रमनंदी ओल गौरस्तु दि असेंबल डिबोटी सरे कृष्णा ओल गौरस्तु दि असेंबल डिबोटी सरे कृष्णा ओल गौरस्तु दि असेंबल डिबोटी सरे कृष्णा ओम ज्ञान तिमृंदस जनंजना शलाकाया चक्षुर्मिलतम येन तस्मै श्री गुरुवे नमः श्री चैतन्य मनोबिस्तम स्थापितम येन भूतले स्वयं रूपाकदामायम ददाति स्वयं पदांतिकम वंदे हम श्री गुरुम से युद्धपदाकमलम श्री गुरुम स्वैष्णवम स्त्या श्री रूपम सहाग्रजातम सहागना रघुनातम वितम तम सजीव साधवैतम साधवूतम परिजन सहितम श्रीकृष्ण चैतन्य देवम श्रीराधा कृष्ण पदान सहागना ललिता श्री विशाकाम वितम सा पंचकल्पतरु विशा कृपा सिंधु एवचापतीता नाम पावने भयो वैष्णवयो नमो नमः नमो महावदम याय कृष्ण प्रेम प्रदायते कृष्णाय कृष्ण चैतन्य नामिने गौरतुष्य नमः ए कृष्ण करुणा सिंधु दीन बंधु जगतपते गोपेश गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमस्तुते तप्तकंचन गोरंगी राधे वृंदवनेश्वरी विश्वानुसुते देवी प्रणमामी हरि प्रिये जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्या प्रभु नित्यानंदा श्री अद्वैत गदाधा शिवसादिगोर भक्त विंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे हरे एवरीबॉडी टुगेदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा सो टुडे वी आर स्पीकिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद् भागवतम कैंटो नंबर सिक्स एंड द वेस चैप्टर सेवेंटीन माधा पार्वती केशव चित्रकेतु and the text number is 28. All right? Narayana Parasarvam Narayana Parasarve Nakutaschana Bivayati Nakutaschana Bivayati Swarga-parga-nara-keshu Swarga-parga-nara-keshu Api-tulya-artha-darshinaha Api-tulya-artha-darshanaha Narayana-parasarvehe Narayana Parasarvehe Nakutaschana Bhivayati 
सर्वपर्गनरस्कु अल्यादर्शिण नारायण परे नाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुतनाकुत
They are liberated, they are liberally engaged in the service of the Lord, and therefore they are excellent. By using the word Bhirtaha Bhirtayanam, Lord Shiva pointed out that although Chitraketu provided one example of tolerance and excellence, all the devotees who have taken shelter of the Lord are eternal servants, are as eternal servants are glorious. They have no eagerness <coughs> to a <coughs> excuse me. They have no eagerness to be happy by being placed in the heavenly planets, become liberated or becoming one with the Brahman, the supreme effulgence. These benefits do not appeal to their mind. They are simply interested in giving direct service to the Lord. Okay, Hare Krishna. So I'll try to explain a little bit to whatever little knowledge I have. Please bless me so I can actually... <clears throat> okay, there are three places mentioned in this verse. What are those three places? Swarga, Aparga, and Narka, right? So what is Swarga? Heavenly planets. So everybody, most of the people in the world, even those who follow, follow Vedic uh, system, are after Swarga, right? They want to enjoy, enjoy more. And what is Aparga? Those who want to be liberated. So they want to get out of this material world. But still they do not have knowledge about the personality of Godhead. So they just want, are after liberation. So these are, most of the people try to fall into these categories, those who follow the Vedic system. One place we avoid, which one is that? Naraka. So we are trying to avoid the hellish planet. So these are the three places it is mentioned is that. Prabhupada uses this verse a lot. <coughs> in his um, classes, in whenever he gives classes. And there's another word here, artha. What does artha mean? Money, you know? Dharma artha, what does artha mean? Economic development, values, anything is of value. And why do you want all those things? Again, you want to enjoy all those things. So a devotee, tulya, means they do not care. It's not they do not care, they're not affected by it. If they have it, well and good. If they don't have it, it's all right. Does that make sense? So, <clears throat> this is the condition of the devotee. Now, once they are good, right, they see everything as equal. Doesn't matter what situation they are. They're in the heaven or in the hell, to them both is equal. Now, if you understand this verse, and you try to actually practice this, and you realize it, then you'll always be happy. So this is the formula to how to become happy. Right? In Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, uh, Pandita Sama Darshana. So what does that mean? We should see everything as equal. So if you see a pebble and you see gold, you should see it as equal. Now that's hard, right? You see some people and see, you see gold, we see it completely differently, right? But a pure devotee to them, it doesn't make any difference. If they can be used in Krishna's service, well and good. If it is not, it's no interest to them. <clears throat> Once there was a devotee of Lord Shiva, 
and he was worshipping Shiva very, Lord Shiva very nicely. And it came to a point where Lord Shiva was very pleased with him. <clears throat> so he came in his dream and he said, you go to Vrindavan, there's a Babaji there. You know what was the Babaji's name? Sanatan Goswami. And where was he living? At Manasi Ganga. Have, have you been to that place? Have you heard of that place? So he was living there. He said, go there. So this uh, Shiva devotee went there and he saw Sanatan Goswami was preaching. You know, there's a group of people, he was giving a katha. So and everybody was waiting and sitting there. You know, he waited for a while, let everybody go. Then he said, that, then he went to Sanatan Goswami. He said, Lord Shiva has sent me to, send me to you. And he said, you got something very precious. Can you please give it to me? <clears throat> so Sanatan Goswami said, yeah, no problem. There was a little pile of debt in the corner, right? And he said, go in there, there is a uh, chintamani. You know what chintamani is? It's a stone. Now if you touch this stone to iron, what happens to iron? It turns into gold. And then he gave it to him. <coughs> then he very gladly took, explained what to do with it and he was very happy, but he was an intelligent person. So while he was coming away from there, he said, if it was so valuable, why was it in the pile of debt? Then it looks like he hasn't given me the most important thing. Then he went back to Sanatan Goswami, he said, and explained the situation. He said, I want the most valuable thing. Then Sanatan Goswami, what did he say? First throw that jewel, in, right into the water, and then come to me. So he did that and came to me, to, came to him. And what did Sanatan Goswami give him? He said, chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So we are followers of Sanatan Goswami and Srila Prabhupada has given us the most important thing. Chanting of the holy of, holy name of the name uh, Lord, especially the Mahamantra. Right. So this is what you know. When he went to Sanatan Goswami, he said, "Give me the most valuable thing to get so, to chant Mahamantra to a pure stage. You have to give up everything material." That's what Sanatan Goswami is trying to <coughs> explain in there. So artha means all this material stuff. So we have to, a, a pure devotee, it does not care about all those things. Whether it is gold or pebble, they treat them equally. There's another thing in Bhagavad Gita where he says a pure devotee sees. What is that? Friends, enemies and neutral people, you see them equally. This is even more difficult, right? To see an enemy and a friend equally. But that's how a pure devotee sees. Because they see them as a soul. A soul is part of Krishna. So they don't see their current situation, their bodily situation, what is their nature. The nature of a person is dependent on the type of body he has. That's the material stuff. But when you go above material stuff, then you don't see all those things in there. <clears throat> so let's see what are the lessons we learn from this. Lessons that you learn from this pastime. First is, devotees do not get affected by duality. 
You know what that means? What is devotee? Happiness, distress, cold, hot, you know, it's like season. They do not get affected by it. They see whatever is there, it's a, you know, you are in a particular situation, you are in this material world, you're going to live through it. And all these things, you know, <clears throat> happiness, distress, all these things are subjective to one's consciousness. So suppose, you know, there is a guy who is, doesn't have anything. He's hungry and you give him a little bit of, give him an apple. What will be his reaction? He'll be happy, right? Because he's, he is hungry. Now if there's a king comes there and you give him the same apple, what do he think? He'll say, why do I need an apple? I can get much better stuff. I can get sandes, I can rasgulla, I can whatever I need, you know. Should not talk too much about food, you know, it's, people get hungry, you know. So, what I'm saying is that it's subjective to one's consciousness, it's subjective to a particular person, your situation. Some people like cold, so if they're in a cold place, they're happy. A person who likes hot, if they're in a cold situation, they don't like it. Some people like to travel in the plane, some people don't like it. So it's dependent on different people, how they actually see this. Now, <clears throat> another example is plants. Their consciousness is diminished. There's hardly any consciousness in there. They're standing there, whatever has happened, you know, they don't react to it. Animals have a little bit better consciousness, right? It's diminished, it's not completely gone, but it's covered. But when human beings, their consciousness is more enlightened. And, this, and it's how you use this consciousness. So when you get to mode of goodness, mode of good, then you can actually overcome all these things. In uh, scriptures, when you are in full in, in ignorance, so if you look at animals, plants, their consciousness is in full of ignorance. That's why they can't uh, understand anything. We should see with the eyes of knowledge. Understand? There are a lot of things that we'll, we see doesn't make sense. Just like in the scriptures it describes Vrindavan, for example. It says, so beautiful. And we go there. How many of you have been to Vrindavan? And some people get a shock of their life, right? Is this how, you know, how come it is so dirty? But if you see with the eyes of knowledge, if you understand that Yogmaya is covering it so that it doesn't allow people who are not qualified to stay there for long or don't go there, then you'll see that with the knowledge, with the eyes of the knowledge. You know Birbal and Akbar? Once Birbal said to Akbar, he said, people don't see. And Akbar is saying, how can that be? If you have got eyes, you're going to see, right? Isn't that the normal response? And Birbal said, no, no, people can't see. People don't see. And he said, okay, prove it to me. So what Birbal did, they said, okay, let's go. So they went to the marketplace. And he had a piece of cloth on him. So he went there, and as soon as everybody saw Akbar, they all came there. Birbal, he's the prime minister, you know, they all came to him. And Birbal said, okay, I want you to ask you something. 
So he took the piece of cloth and put it over his shoulder like a chadar. And he said, what is this? What did people say? It's a chadar, right? Then he took the same cloth and put it, ten, tied it around his head. And he said, what is that? What did they say? It's a turban. Now he took the cloth and tied it around his waist. And what did they say? It's a dhoti. So the same piece of cloth, people are seeing it differently. So this is our situation as well. We don't see things. What is it? It's a piece of cloth. So if you really look at it, whatever is happening in this material world is all under the control of Maya Devi. Does that make sense? So everything is under the control of Maya Devi. Happiness and distress is coming and going. It's just temporary. And it's according to how we actually see things in our mind. So how do you come to this level? He's talking about Chitraketu. He's talking about a devotee. That when you come to the... Uh, see, Chitraketu, before, now this is I think the fourth chapter or the fifth chapter we are talking about him, right? In the first one, he, did, he had how many queens? Ten, ten million. Ten million queens. And he was very happy. Then he became sad. Why? Because he did not have a son. Then he became happy when he had a son. And then what happened to the son? Again said. And now Saim, after losing his son, by the association of two devotees, who were they? Narad Muni and? And they preached to him, by the association of devotees, he, they were giving, gave him a process, he did bhakti yoga. He saw Lord Vishnu. And he came to what level in a very short time? Bhava level. So when you come to the bhava, le bhava level, then you don't see anything there. You don't get affected by this. Now at this level he says, I don't care if I go to hell or I go to heaven. To me it's all same. This is all temporary. The main thing is that you have to save the Supreme Personality of God. This is the first lesson from this. So if you want to actually get, you know, stop suffering, then you have to come to this stage. Who else? So you might be asking, you know, if he was at the bhava level, why did he fall down? What's the answer to that? Hmm? Okay, that's one reason. And the second one is? He committed Vaishnav Aprad. He committed offenses at the lotus feet of Lord Shiva. So even, so this is, this is thing we have to be careful of. That even if we get to the bhava level, if you commit Vaishnav Prad, which is called the mad elephant, what happens? It can destroy your bhakti. But, if you forget for forgive, uh, beg for forgiveness, and then repent, whatever you have done is wrong, then you can be saved. So here, Chitraketu, who was such, he was a very nice devotee. He loses everything, and he's gonna become a demon in his next life. 
But to him, it doesn't really matter. He gets down off the plane, Paisa Dandavas to Parvati and says, whatever you desire, I'm happy with it. And Parvati is basically amazed by the, her, his action. And then this is what Lord Sh uh, Shiva is telling, that devotees of Narayan are like this. They don't care what situation they are. Now, <clears throat> we look at Srila Prabhupada. We don't have to go too far away, you know. We just look what happened 50, 60 years ago. What Srila Prabhupada went through. We don't know what he went before. Now even you look at Vrindavan, you know, he was traveling so much. He used to print his own books. He used to distribute it. He used to do everything in there. And where was he staying? First he was staying near Radha Madan Mohan's temple at Kesigat, somewhere close to that. And then he moved to Radha Damodar. Now who wants to leave that place? In the association of devotees like Jiva Goswami, you know, uh, Rupa Goswami, they're all there and every day they get to meet there at midday. Now Prabhupada was a pure devotee, he could see all these things. Once somebody asked Prabhupada, you know, why are you reading your own books? What did Srila Prabhupada say? Krishna wrote them, he dictated it and I'm just telling and I'm still learning things from that. So what does that mean? That Prabhupada and Krishna were there close, that Krishna could dictate things to him. If Prabhupada could see Krishna, then he could see everybody because everybody's with, you understand what I'm saying? He left that place. He left Brindavan at the advanced age and he went to the West. And the first, first place he went, he was staying with that couple, you know, the family who actually sponsored him. They were meat eaters, they were smoking. <coughs> he didn't complain, you know, he stayed there. Then he moved out of there and he stayed with the Mayavadi for so much, you know, time. And, and there was so much, because he was preaching and Prabhupada was sitting at the back, you know, and he was tolerating this. Then he goes and moves out with somebody else and this guy almost killed him and stole all of his stuff. This is Srila Prabhupada, you know. This is our founder Acharya. And then he moves to the storefront. What kind of people were there? Druggies, you know, the lowest of all of them, the hippies were there. So difficult. Yet Prabhupada was determined because he saw Krishna everywhere. He saw Krishna's hand in everything. And he was trying to save Krishna at whatever cost. And now, look at this. Such a nice temple, we come here. Excellent prasadam, you know. Yesterday, late, you know, one thing about this cone is, is the prasadam, you know. Yesterday they had a program at Paramistis place, you know. More than 100 items was offered. And I was thinking about it, and I was doing the offering, and I was thinking, you know, all glories to Prabhupada, you know. Jagannath is there in India, in one place, you know, eating, you know, nice boga there. And then here, Prabhupada has brought Jagannath everywhere. We have got Jagannath here. We got, you know, devotees have Jagannath. And not long ago, who is that? Uh, Aishwarya Jagannath did the same thing. And there's so much prasadam, so much prasadam. Melbourne is especially blessed for prasadam. I was talking to Prabhav. He said, you don't get this anywhere. You know, this is very specific to Melbourne. Here people don't care. Somebody was saying, you know, I go to, uh, in India. Said, we never see Mahaprasadam. And here, 
Anytime you come, you get prasadam here. So this is all Prabhupada's message. He did not care what he was going through. He was prepared to take everything. He had two heart attacks on the, on the boat. Despite all of that, he in the advanced age, he was traveling and preaching. And to the last moment until he could breathe, he was translating this Bhagavatam. This is what devotees do. They don't care what situation they are in. All they are worried about is... <clears throat> so in the scriptures he says, you know, if you do these things, you do praschit. You know what praschit means? Atonement. What happens when you do praschit? Your sins get destroyed, right? If you do something wrong, if you kill somebody, you do a particular atonement and you destroy that sin. But better then is have knowledge. Because when you have knowledge, your sins are destroyed and your desire to enjoy and commit sins basically desire. So you desire to enjoy, material stuff also disappears. Does that make sense? Atonement does not, when you do a prashit, it does not stop your desire to enjoy. You still have that desire to enjoy. But when you have knowledge, then your desire goes away because you know that what's the point of enjoying? Everything is temporary. Whatever I have, it's not mine. Everything belongs to Krishna. But when you do bhakti, which is the next level, your sins are destroyed, your desire to enjoy material, it automatically happens. You don't have to work hard on it. And, and the third thing that happens is that ignorance is destroyed. So in the second one, when you have knowledge, your ignorance is that you do not understand who Krishna is. You do not understand what your relationship with Krishna is. But in bhakti, you understand that. Because bhakti means two person. Bhakta and the Bhagwan. The servant and the master. You are saving somebody. That's what bhakti means. So this is what Srila Prabhupada has given us. <clears throat> what, does, what did Srila Prabhupada give us? The most important thing. He said, don't do four things. And he said, do one thing. What is that one thing? Chant Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare Hare. So this is the best process. And what does Hare Krishna, chanting Hare Krishna does? It connects us directly to Golok Vrindavan. It connects us to directly to... Now you might be saying, is that really true? Now you can get a phone, right? And talk to somebody in India or America. A phone, material stuff. You can actually talk. Now even you do Zoom and things like that. You can actually see people's face the other side and talking. So this is material stuff. With a little phone you can do that. Chanting the Maha Mantra connects you to the spiritual world. Same thing. This is transcendental. So you have to have complete faith. So while you are chanting, the Hare, what does Hare means? Radharani. So you are chanting Radha and Krishna's name. Nam Namakari, Bhavadani Sarvasakti, right? Krishna has invested all his potencies in these names. So when you are chanting Radha and Krishna's name, if I call, you know, uh, somebody's name, and I don't pay attention to that, after you look at me, I say, I'm calling that person's name. What's her name? Surabi. Surabi. And I don't even pay attention to it. And you know, hey Surabi, I'm looking the other side. What did Surabi do? Two, three times? Not interested, right? So when we are chanting, and if I say Surabi, 
And I look at her, then she smiles back. Right? So when we are chanting, we have to think same way. We are calling Radha and Krishna's name. We are asking them. And if our mind is somewhere else, then Krishna says, okay, he's just chanting, you know. But when you're thinking, when you're focused, then they also reciprocate in, in that way. It, our life gets cleared. We... <clears throat> By chanting all this, we come to the level of bhava or bhakti and slowly. And what is the first thing you understand that? You are very minute and Krishna's position. So your position is very minute. Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We understand that. That is the first thing. And once you come to actually understand that, then you don't have to worry about anything like that. Look at the situation of Chitraketu. When his son was dead, he was in so much suffering. But now he has been cursed to become a demon. And he said, I'm okay. And this is the difference between a neophyte devotee in the early stage of devotee, because he was a devotee, and to advance a stage of devotee, devotional service. They do not care what is happening. Devote, devotees accept everything as the mercy of the Lord. Whether it is good or bad, this, this is very important. When you become a Initiated, if you become, take shelter of Krishna, you should actually understand, if you start chanting regularly, you have to understand, this is very important, that whatever is happening in your life, Krishna is in control of that. So if something is good happening, it's Krishna's mercy. Something is bad happening to you, what does that mean? You need to go through that to come to the level of a pure devotee. You know, sometimes parents, you know, take a stick, like Mother Yashoda, you know. Krishna doesn't learn, so she takes a stick. Right? It's necessary. She was telling Krishna, don't do it so nicely. Krishna still goes and steals Makan, you know. So what does she do? She picks a stick. It is necessary. So same thing, Krishna puts us through all these things. The more the... And then Krishna tests you all these things, whatever we're going through our life. So take it as a blessing that whatever is happening, Krishna is in charge, never lose faith in him and just keep doing whatever you are supposed to do. As Mataji was saying, I said, why did Chitraketu you know, commit this? And she said, what did she say? Krishna's Desire Krishna's arrangement. So what does, what does it also show is that now if something happens to, to us like that, you know, if, if we were in Chitaketu's position, we go and 